Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Here it is, May the 4th. That's a play on May the 4th. Be with you, Laura. Trying to get her caught Caught up up on the whole... On all the different movies. Star Wars thing. I do see where there was a couple different, like Entertainment Weekly and then Ranker.com all listed based on either fan vote or editor vote, which of all the Star Wars movies happened to be the best movie. And oh. both of both of these different sources agree that Star Wars Episode Five, The Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, Strikes Back yes. which was a 1980 release, was yep. the best of all time. And which, then there's some discrepancy in, you know, second, third, fourth. Well, right. Third. Technically, it was the second to come out. I don't like this prequel stuff on Star Wars. They've they, they lost me along the way. The reason we brought up the vanity plates on Facebook.com slash your morning show is Colorado has some Star Wars-based plates available. They're going to auction off. They believe they'll be so popular and hold an auction in order for you to get May-4TH. May 4th. <laughs> Mr. Vader is available. Chewy. Do you know the Chewy reference? Those- See, but I wouldn't think that. I would think of the peanut butter boxes here. I would think of Chewy as the, the granola pet, pet supply. Yeah, Chewy granola or the pet supply right. company that ships right to your house and you don't have to carry cat litter See, from store to trunk to home. Chewbacca was the big furry guy. That's my Chewy. How do I do, okay, everybody? I, did, I couldn't probably remember anything else about him other than the furriness, but I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, the bidding on these start at $100 each plate. Proceeds go to the Colorado Disability Funding Committee. I want to see the people who are bidding on these Star Wars plates. I bet they are going to come in costume to pick oh, up yeah. their plates. <laughs> they role play, there's no doubt. As for the license plates you suggest for Laura and or me, so far I'm giving it to Steve, who said Tim's MMM. K-S-O. Mm, K-S-O. K-S-O. <laughs> I could to see that. <laughs> and then Laura's H-O-M jury. Home, Home jury. Tri- yes. Steve. You know I love Core TV. <laughs> he knows us. Facebook.com slash Your Morning Show. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Let's talk about the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Because oh. if we are going to call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, then it should be rock and roll people, right? We talked about this last year. I love Dolly Parton. She even said, I'm not rock and roll. I don't really belong here. Don't put me in. What do they do? Oh, okay. Come right on in, Dolly. You're inducted. I love Missy Elliott. But even she would say, hip hop, sure. Rap, yep. But rock and roll, Mm. no. Mm. Why? I'm also looking at the list and I see Willie Nelson. Eh, That's up there with Dolly Parton. Iconic, sure. Rock and roll, mm, that would be even a little closer, maybe to rock and roll than yeah. I would put Missy Elliott. But some of the other inductees uh, for the performance category: Kate Bush. We've seen kind of a resurgence from her. Yeah, your girl Cheryl Crow oh, that you yes. just saw in concert. Yes. Also George Michael, the Spinners. Face. Rage Against the Machine, just to name a few. Rubber band starts the plan. We need to rename this. This is no longer a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Music Hall of Fame, sure. But Rock and Roll, no. How about the Popular Music Hall of Fame? Because whether it's country, rock, rap, 
hip hop. Yeah, that would make more sense. Let's do a rock version of it. Can't wait to get on the road again. Yo, Willie. I mean, Willie's in his nineties. Again, iconic. Yes, yeah. by all means. But let's not call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I almost seem like I've heard a rock and roll version of "On the Road Again." Do you remember Buck Cherry? Oh yeah. Uh, I would consider them rock and roll. Here's their version of On the Road Again. On the again. Road Again. Okay. On the Road Again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. The love I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road. I mean. I feel like if there was going to be a duet, Willie's like, yeah, let's do this. And then they start, and he's just standing there like, wait, what? Would you? Nope, I'm out. No, I think Willie would go, that's cool, man. <laughs> Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. You know, we haven't really uh, gotten into the generation gap with the young whippersnapper Laura over there much in the last year and a half. But So young. So, so young. He's just a <laughs> child. Wish. But uh, the talk of computer issues came up. I said, oh, yeah, I remember the Radio Shack TSR-80 where you had a cassette deck. Loading data. Did really? You, did you have classes in late high school on the computer? Yes. I don't remember much about it, though, honestly. Uh, you were selling candy. I, I, and- how you come up with model numbers for computers? Oh, that's yeah. beyond me, man. TSR-80. So yeah. I show Laura a picture. Oh, yeah, that is a cassette deck. And then look at that keyboard. It's that it's keyboard is mammoth. Fatter than most TVs are now. <laughs> you don't know how rough we had it. We did. <laughs> I remember doing taxes on a computer for the first time in the 90s on, a, on an Apple and with the dot matrix printer. It took like an hour to print out oh, your I tax do remember. forms. Was that you would install the paper that had the dots on the side yeah. that it would ha- cook on to the little roller yes. ball thing? And then yes. when you're done, you had to rip those off. Mm-hmm. You've read about those in history books, have you? Oh, please. We pre- <laughs> in my parents' basement, I'm sure that thing still sits there oh, yeah? with with the new printer right beside it. But, you know, we wouldn't want to get rid of the old one just in case. Impressive. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Those who subscribe to our newsletter probably already know. They're already making the recipe. But I have a surprise for you. You do. On this In the Kitchen Thursday, a jingle. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should be. We spared no expense. Even for me. (laughs) Yeah. You you have not heard this. This has been in the works for weeks, you know, coordinating with uh, band and singers and studio time. I uh, present to you the In the Kitchen jingle. In the kitchen, in the kitchen, what was in there, making something, always learning. In the I'll tell you. And then I think at the end of it, like, just, like, glitter blasts out. Oh, yeah. And now we have a mess in the kitchen. <laughs> Pink glitter, of course. Yes. 
And it's for a Cinco de Mayo theme, even. <laughs> it is. Okay, so this, I thought of you. I know you love jalapenos. And yep. I thought, well, I mean, Cinco de Mayo. What's the easiest thing that you can throw together? Salsa. Salsa. Salsa is like soup. It's very forgiving. You can add more of something. You can add less of something. You can really do anything. However, there is one ingredient that I know is going to cause some controversy in what? this. What? There's really only six ingredients. It's super easy. But it's my mango salsa. And yeah. yes, there is cilantro in it oh and people are gonna go oh but cilantro but i I think it really belongs in there i I hear it does it's a division in our family i'm like it is not only does it not need it to me but sometimes it wrecks it you know what i think it is though i think that cilantro and cucumbers might have that same or similar reaction to some people's chemistry in their mouth well, and yeah. my mom is one of those people that she smells it and tastes it and thinks it tastes like soap and smells like soap. And I grow it on the patio every single year. And so when we're sitting out there, the wind will blow just the right way and she'll go, oh, I smell your cilantro. See? I'm like, lady, don't eat it if you don't like lady. it. Don't talk bad about it while it's right there. I want it to grow nicely. However, I will say whether it's cilantro, whether it's fresh thyme, whether it's anything that you are cooking with fresh herbs, there is a little gadget featured inside if you scroll down in this oh. in the kitchen recipe for my mango salsa and you'll see it it's pink it kind of is like oval shaped with sharp corners and i don't know what the exact name is i call it an herb stripper just because oh. i think that's fun but wah, you take wah, wah. <laughs> yeah because i mean why not but you take your piece of whatever it is so think of cilantro it comes on that long stem and then it has the leaf or a couple leaves on the end yes. you put it through one of the holes and just zip oh, off the leaves it yes. will cut down on your cooking time and allow you to use those fresh herbs i do it with my basil i do it with my cilantro i could not live without it and i'm not even exaggerating and these are super super cheap you'll find them in grocery stores yeah. Well worth the whatever it costs, couple dollars. Yeah, you will use it so much. Look at that. And it's a pink stripper, by the way. It is. It's pink. <laughs> a pink herb stripper. <laughs> oh. yeah. Get yourself a pink herb stripper <laughs> and enjoy your Cinco de Mayo. Da, 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 da. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.